Good evening, friends. Here we are on another episode of Perfect in Love with John and Kim. I'm John. And I'm Kim. What a great night we've had, huh? Yeah. Just got back. It's date night tonight. Thursday has been date night lately, as well as podcast night, recording to you. And we had to go out to eat. Nice dinner, right? Dough balls. Dough balls. I had dough balls. You had dough balls. I cannot have dough balls. I can, but I pay. I suffer. Um, And we got to visit with some dear friends of ours Well. Our friend Laura performs, played music, um, a variety of her own songs, as well as covers and requests from the uh, patrons of Biagios. Lots of your favorite, Miranda Lambert. Definitely not. Definitely not. I was was not messaging you when she was getting requests from her. (laughs) You puke emojis in my messenger. I was definitely not doing that. I definitely baited you there to say (laughs) that. That was, um, but it was a great time, and it was it was kind of it was cool to have that opportunity to you know visit with them, and it's really cool you know just to kind of build off of last week's podcast a little bit for a second are on joy right uh it's always fun seeing laura perform because you can definitely see the joy in what she's doing with that and and how she's gotten better and better um, at least i see that i think you do too yeah. right um and so yeah for those of you that haven't caught last week's podcast yet or if this is your first time and you've never listened to us before first off thank you um it's great to to have you join us and, and to get to talk um every week we try and pick a subject that we we talk about not just our lives and about whatever but um, something that maybe you've encountered in life and we tie it to scripture and to uh, faith and see uh what comes from that so last week we talked about joy yes we did and um how the little things in life that maybe don't seem super important um or consequential to everything um how they are important and and how they draw us back to um you know, our faith walk and and everything else that matters in life. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, tune in. I think it was a good one. And um, yeah, as well as uh, feel free to go back and catch up on all the other episodes. I think we've had some doozies in there worth listening to. I don't, if I do say so myself, some doozies. So I have been. Um, we'll see what happens with this. We do our best every week to just record this as a conversation and whatever's on the heart comes uh, out into the microphone and to not stop and, and edit too much. So what you get is raw and uh, whether that's better or worse, I don't know, but it's authentic. And so that's what you're going to get. Um, but I'm snarky tonight, as I'm I've been told. Try. I was going to try to make you joke about, like, raw steak or raw fish, but nothing came yeah. to mind without sounding really, really weird. And anyway. Leave the, the bad jokes to <laughs> yep, the, the bad person jokes to that's good at bad jokes. Um, anyway. Anywhoozle. So, 
what's been going on this week? I feel like there's, at least for me, it feels like a lot of things are, are kind of rapidly happening at once and developing and, and it feels busier than what January is supposed to be. You feeling that at all? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know what that was. It was the chips and salsa coming back to get oh me. Oh, um, <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know if that got picked up or not, but I that, apologize. That was your go-ball substitution. <laughs> That's right. It was a good. I had a great steak salad. I don't know if any of the Viaggio's family will ever find this podcast, but if they do, well done. That was really good. Well, I'm not a monster. <laughs> anyway. So, I yeah, we digress. Didn't we have a teacher who always said that? Anyway, um, I want to talk a little bit. I guess what we'll we'll call this topic um, be about fear, fear and and leaping out and and following God, which I know is not a new topic. Like no, we've covered, I was you just say, you said, but but this will be. A new topic. A newer, yeah, a new take on it, if you will, or it'll it'll be different, like different flavor. Um, you know, same same variety pack of the same brand of drink, but a new new flavor on it. It'll be the 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 ice, the sparkling ice drink, the same variety pack, but it'll be the black raspberry flavor instead of the cherry limeade. That's the one I have in front of me. Is it? You have the cherry limeade? I do. Okay. I have the black raspberry. And I really need to drink it because that's better than the Coca-Cola I was drinking. Um, so we're we're being tossed lots of new opportunities and ministry opportunities. This podcast being one of them, of course. Um, but you know, looking at the possibility of a new church plant in the future, and um, you know, new changes in kind of our group of people that we hang out with and and the different things that we potentially do within ministries we're involved in. And it can be really scary and easy to, to run from. Um, and so, you know, soul searching in that, I think, uh, I don't want to say it. I think there, there's lots of opportunity to get scared and to not want to do things and to be fearful. And, I think there's really only one or two right reasons to not be scared and to not be fearful of it. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. So, you know, scripture wise for that, there's probably a hundred different places we could turn and take this. And I think we've already done some of them in other episodes, other weeks, but I'm looking at Ephesians and a couple other places. And, and so I guess before I get into Ephesians, I think the biggest reason for us to not be scared and to go forward when faced with new opportunities is that we need to be able to show real love and real truth everywhere we go. And that's just our calling from God. And um, showing how to do that. 
<laughs> I love that you're in that silly mood tonight. It's so helpful. Like I, I was pausing to see if you had any thoughts on that or if you're gonna chime in, and I get done, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> since the sound, since the soundboard won't do it. Little podcast downstairs. Um, so Ephesians 4 15, as my, my friend Don has recently quoted, uh, many a time in our conversations and is one of my favorites, um, which it's not fair to start at verse 15 at chapter four, verse 15 in the book of Ephesians, um, for one starting anywhere where it starts with instead you already know you're leaving out part of the story, but I'm going to start there. And if that's irritating any of you that are listening to this, well, go open your Bible and read the rest of it. (laughs) There's the snarkiness for the night. Um, So it reads, instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Um, so the draw to that for this conversation tonight is this. Um, particularly the last part of that, build itself up in love as each part does its work. As each part does its work. So meaning this, even if it's uncomfortable and scary when you start hearing God say something that he desires you to do or is calling you to do, if you don't do it, not only, which it should be enough, but not only are you not following instruction or call from God, but you're also getting in the way of the other parts doing their jobs and the other pieces, you know, somebody else trying to do God's work, you're disrupting. So you're not just disobeying God, you're going against and hindering the work of God. Which, you know, God will never allow us to be the reason that his plan fails. He will, he will make a way, whether you cooperate or not. But do you want to be the person who actively works against the Lord? No, because it ends up being harder. Right. Yeah. But not just harder when you listen. Like, you're, you're becoming an enemy at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like... Oh, good grief. Like, I've never felt convicted about it to that degree that I, that I do now and want to be. Um, where it's like, no, I'm not just being disobedient or, you know, I'm, I'm going against him. Yeah. Woof. Like, <laughs> so, I don't know. I think about stuff that you felt called to do that's scary and daunting 
You got anything in mind? Um, first thing that popped in my mind was when I told you I wanted to go back to school, not knowing what that was going to look like. Oh, for yeah. your, your master's master, when master's you did that? Degree, yeah. Um, you know, obviously there's numerous skating stories and things like that. But, oh, I like this one though. Um, well, I don't think we've actually really talked about that much um, when you went back to school. And made that decision. Yeah, and when we moved here, I mean, there was a little bit of anxiety and fear and whatever else, even though I've known this environment my entire life, it seems like there's a little bit of fear there, too. So. Yeah, so a little bit about the, the school one, though. Because I did not, like, I did not expect that to be what you, the, the moving here, I get that, like... Uh, yeah, the skating I ones, just, but I remember like feeling that push and joking around on Facebook, <clears throat> excuse me, right after I was done with my undergrad and saying, haha, sometime down the you know, down the road I'll do a master's degree just for fun. And I think it ended up being like a year, maybe a year and a half later, I was like, Okay, um fun, huh? All right. So a lot of it, I did my master's degree through United Theological Seminary, which is out of Dayton, Ohio. Um, it's a United Methodist um, seminary, and I got a degree in Christian ministry to focus on Christian education. Um, and 90, I want to say 90% of it was all online, um, which was which was great. Um, I had to go down to school a few times, which when I remember being snowed in at the hotel, like I went down to school to go to school. I remember that. And then we had a snow day and I was snowed in at the hotel. Anyways, it was just kind of a weird thing. Um, but, you know, telling you that, hey, the cost of this, you know, these classes I'm interested in taking is going to be like triple the amount of what I paid for my undergrad and having that discussion with you and going, okay, this, this is what feels right. Well, let's just make it happen and applying for financial aid and all that stuff again. And, you know, putting some of our other life decisions on hold because I felt like this was the right thing to do while I was working, you know, and planning other things, doing other things. But um, yeah, that was pretty frightening too, not knowing why I was doing it, but you know, here we are, I'm enrolling in, you know, classes for my master's degree. So, um, it's crazy to think, I mean, that feels like a whole different life. Like yeah. I, I, I just hearing you talk about it. I'm like, man, I forgot all about that time. Like, yeah. Uh, and it's, it's incredible that I could forget that because we're the past two or three years, we've been living all of that all over again. Like I started taking ministry classes online and doing that and, and then it's funny when you bring up something and i'm like oh now you get it like right <laughs> you feel like when i was going through it you didn't really like get a lot of it because i was doing school you were going to work and like i was doing stuff at the rink at that point not as much as i'm doing now but like i would be at home doing school and you would be doing work and i would say something and you're like oh okay and it would just kind of go in and out and well, now i feel like you kind of understand and it's just funny how the roles have reversed a little bit and you well and you've you've said that a couple of times before but i thought when you would say it before i think yeah that makes sense like and i was thinking in terms of like 
content of the classes, mm-hmm. yeah. not so much in terms of like all the fear of God's telling me to do this and I can't explain it and I can't explain why, but I, I just don't have a choice but to listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like you talking about this tonight. I'm just like, oh, whoa. <laughs> wow. That's a that's a thing that we've we've both done. Um, so, like, how did you wrestle with that that fear, though? Like, how how did the call become clear enough? How did you overcome it and decide, yep, we, we've got to do it? I mean, I don't, I, I can't remember an actual, like, moment or anything. But I remember you going down to school with me that first week and, like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> new area never been on a date before didn't you know i hadn't been to the seminary just on a whim was like oh this is the closest one to home this is where i'm gonna go and it ended up being a really great experience but i remember walking into the building the first day and having to get my student id and all that stuff and being like scared out of my dress pants whatever i was wearing because it was just like okay i know i don't know anybody here i don't know what to expect or anything and like being completely burnt out by the time i came home you know back to the hotel like um i i don't remember there being an actual time where the fear kind of left me it was just more or less over time getting more comfortable with the classes and the expectations and what i knew i just had to do um and I hate to say the words going through the motions, but like doing that and figuring out what I had to do in order to graduate Um, and obviously learning stuff throughout throughout the, you know, two and a half years that I was involved in the program. But um, it was just one of those things as I got more comfortable, the fear kind of went away and it just kind of went away on itself. But there was no like moment where it was like, oh, okay, I'm not afraid anymore. Like it was just a comfort thing. Well, and and I think more often than not, that's how it works when when God leads us through things. It's not, you know, we all we all think about, especially like the the Old Testament Bible stories, and but even the New Testament with Jesus, like we think of the miracles and the the big flashy, you know, the the big things, the the, the walking on water, the part in the Red Sea, like the Daniel and the lions, like we think of all that kind of stuff. Um, we don't think of God took this huge task that he's calling me to do that. I was terrified of this, you know, wow, I'm going to get a master's degree at seminary. I'm going to do all these papers and, and big hard studies and, and these things. We don't think of exegesis papers. Exegesis papers. Yeah. We don't, we don't think of him making it small and manageable and, and giving you the ability to just focus on the next little task to get through and the next thing and the next thing yeah. is, is him working and, and, and leading you through that. But it is, yeah. you know, that ability to step you back from being overwhelmed because uh, there are plenty of cases too of, of people and, and circumstances where they can't get past that overwhelming they, they don't turn it, you know, over to him to to make that happen. And and God will lead you lead you through it if if you're faithful and loyal. He is he is faithful. 
to us and and he'll do it um and so you know i think so once once you understand that and and you're at that spot in your your faith journey it still gets scary and it's terrifying mm-hmm. i think because you know you're doing the right thing well, or what you're called to do you know you're going to be doing this mm-hmm. and you know yeah. he he's going to knock down all the barriers that you've put in place to make as an excuse to not do it. Well, how many like excuses did you put in place to not be here? Not like, enough, because I'm here. Right. I'm here. <laughs> I remember that, you know, month or two yeah. like, beforehand on how many times you made excuses and then here we are. And <laughs> that's yeah. you know, and so, you know, like Don and I keep talking with this 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 new thing here is you know, we both keep saying, well, we're terrified because I think this has to happen and, and it's going to happen. And, and, and that's exactly it. You know, as we, as we pray and as we study and as we lead and as we, we start to, to do things and dissect things, the walls keep coming down and they don't all come down at once. It's one and then the and, second one and, and then the next one. It's even possible. Yeah, like you're gonna get to a roadblock where it's absolutely gonna seem impossible, but then it ends up like all falling into place when you look back and see the entire picture. But you can't see it sometimes when you're in the moment. Well, and and I think that's the whole point. Is he can see it? He can see the whole picture, and we can't because we couldn't handle it. Yeah. Because look at what happens when we can see the whole picture. When we can see, hey, you're going to go to seminary and you're going to get a master's degree, we go, that's really expensive. That's really scary. That's really daunting. That's a huge thing. That's lots of work. I got to go to Ohio. I can't just do it all here. How am I going to leave my job and do that? How am I going to do this? How am I going to be away from home that way? I got to drive myself down there. My husband's not going to get that much time off. Like when you can see the whole picture is when the fear happens. Mm-hmm. Yep. But when we're studying and and dove into, hey, you need to do your part when we're diving in, whatever. <laughs> you need to do your part to make the whole body work for yeah. this, for the church of the big C. Yeah. And we just know that he just gives us the pieces and the of the picture that we can handle at a time. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's what I was driving at. Yay, yay. Mopping up when I'm spilling. Yes, um, there was another scripture I had that I just wanted to, which is should be familiar if you've listened to the podcast a couple times, but I just love reading this one. Is there a flaw? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So there's a couple in here in First John. Uh, we're in chapter four. Um, so the first one, God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. I think he's useless because he's one. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God... Mm-hmm yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. Whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. 
and he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. We did. And, you know, you said we've done this topic. We've done it before. But the reality is, is all the topics, everything we're going to talk about is always going to drive back to that. And all of our decisions need to come back to that. Because that's where God lives and operates. And we want to be there. Um, there was another thing. I don't know if it's still relevant. Let me come back and look. Should I like serenade? <laughs> no. <laughs> Good, um, I want to. So, for those of you that have listened faithfully, uh, or loyally, or continuously to the podcast, thank you. And you know this. For those of you that are new, um, we do pray every episode. It's always me. I always joke and ask him if it's her turn, but it's not. I'll do it. Um, but she does pray while we're here. So those of you that aren't here, which is everybody besides us, you can't see it. But she's here. She's praying. I did close my eyes. But on the note as to why we do it, prayer is um, powerful, and it's an undervalued, undersold element of being a Christian. And it's so important. But it allows us to converse with God. And so... There's a little excerpt here from a book I've got for one of my classes right now that I just wanted to read. Uh, there is not in the world a kind of life more sweet and delightful than that of a continual conversation with God. Those only can comprehend it who practice and experience it. Yet I do not advise you to do it from that motive. It is not pleasure which we ought to seek in this exercise, but let us do it from a principle of love and because God would have us. God loves us and desires us and wants relationship with us. Um, he doesn't do it and desire it because he needs us. And so prayer is an opportunity provided to us by God. We need to want to do it for that reason. So on that note, should we pray? Sure. All right. Father, we love you. We're grateful for you. We're thankful. Thank you so much for opportunity for us to work and, and strive to glorify you and to reflect your image as you've created us. Thank you for the sacrifice of sending your son for us to save us. Thank you for fighting and fighting and fighting to just win us back and to be with us. We're grateful. Lord, I ask that you keep us healthy and safe in this season, that we welcome the, the spirit into the presence everywhere we go. We want you here and near us. Uh, we want to kick Satan out and invite you in at every opportunity. We ask for your blessing and hand and everything we do to build your kingdom and to glorify you, Lord. You bless the words that come from our mouths and the actions that come out from our bodies. Lord, if there's anyone listening to this that doesn't know you and doesn't know um, what your son came and did for us and the need of salvation, that he can learn that here, that he can have the courage to seek that out through us, through whoever in his or her life that that could be that tool to get him 
to solve the only thing that matters in this eternity, Lord. We ask that anyone listening that does know you, that you just in this season give them what they need to follow you and to hear your whisper of what it is that you need for them in this plan, what their part of this body is, and to give them the courage and boldness and discipline to exercise that and to do those things for you. Lord, we ask that you take and bless this podcast and make it uh, be to glorify you and to make your kingdom just a little bit bigger. We want every time somebody pulls up their Spotify or their Apple and they listen to this, that they forget John and Kim, they forget our names, they forget our voices, but they remember you, they hear you, and that heaven gets just a little bit bigger. Ask all these things in your precious name. Amen. Thank you so much, friends. We appreciate you. We love you. And uh, keep an eye out on the Facebook and the Instagram. We have more business cards coming. We have more cards coming. We have other stuff that we will keep working on. We'll keep you posted on lots of details. We're also following lots of other great ministries through our social media. So check those out. Lots of great ways to watch the kingdom grow grow and watch God at work. But without that, um, we will talk to you again next week. Next week. Have a great night. Good night.